In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Uh, my dear citizen brothers, could I be the first one to wish you a very happy new year? And I'm sure I'm not the only one who's uh, hoping and praying uh, that 2021 will be an improvement on 2020. Uh, but as we look back with, well, thanksgiving for all the good things that we received from last year, but also with great anguish and sorrow for the horrors that engulfed our world and continue to challenge us. Uh, so we pray that we will know the peace and presence of Christ in this new year to bring our world healing and blessing. So, as we come to the Lord at the start of a new year, let us seek his grace to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom as we confess our sins in penitence and faith. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are Son of God and Son of Mary. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are Word made flesh and splendour of the Father. Lord, have mercy. May the God of all healing and forgiveness draw you to himself, that you may behold the glory of his Son, the Word made flesh, and be cleansed from all your sins through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Let us pray. God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, whose years never fail and whose mercies are new each returning day, let the radiance of your Spirit renew our lives, warming our hearts and giving light to our minds, that we may pass the coming year in joyful obedience and firm faith through him who is the beginning and the end, your Son, Christ our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians. Now this I affirm and insist on in the Lord. You must no longer live as the Gentiles live in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of their ignorance and hardness of heart. They have lost all sensitivity and have abandoned themselves to licentiousness, greedy to the practices of every kind of impurity. This is not the way you learned in Christ. For surely you have heard about him and were taught in him as truth as in Jesus. You were taught to put away your former way of life, your old self, corrupt and deluded by its lusts, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to close yourself with the new self, created according to the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, then his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke this prophecy. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has looked favourably on his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a mighty saviour for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets of old, that we would be saved from our enemies and from the hands of all who hate us. Thus he has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and has remembered his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our ancestor Abraham, to grant us that we, being rescued from the hands of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness, before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the forgiveness of their sins. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. This is the Gospel of the Lord. 
St. Luke's Gospel, chapter 1 and verses 78 and 79. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Back in November, during the heart of the second lockdown and around bonfire night, I went out into my garden and stared into the sky. Fireworks were lighting up the sky and exploding all around me, as they were again last night. The sky ablaze with colour. But on New Year's Eve, the fireworks all happen at once. And by about 10 past midnight, they've stopped. Everything is quiet again. And we can think, particularly about ourselves and what's happening to our world as one year passes to another, our place in the world, and even, I suppose, how we might try to build a better world this year. And as we stand and look, one large light is left, the moon, and millions and millions of little ones. Go out yourself tonight and look at the night sky. It is a wonderful way of finding perspective. Apparently, Abraham Lincoln used to take his cabinet out to look at the night sky if they were having a difficult meeting and couldn't come to a decision. He said it helped them. It helped them make better decisions, ones that weren't just about them. And even uh, if you're in a city and there's too much light pollution, or even if there are clouds concealing the full panoply of galaxies that make up this tremendous universe of which we are a part, there are countless stars in the sky. We know they are there. And the more you look, the more you see. Thousands of years ago, the writer of Psalm 8 looked up into the same sky and was filled with awe at God's power and majesty. You have set your glory in the heavens, he declared, and in comparison to the heavens, which are the work of God's hands, and the moon and the stars which God has set in place, he wonders how God can also be mindful of little human beings and care for them. Yet, filled with even greater wonder, he recognises that God has made us only a little lower than the angels and crowned us with glory and honour and given us dominion over the earth and everything in it. Sisters and brothers, we have not exercised this dominion over the earth very wisely. We have been enormously clever in finding out how it works, in subduing and controlling it and using it for our own ends. We have even come to know 
that the bright lights we see in the sky are the afterburn of that star's demise and that the universe itself, now expanding, will one day contract in upon itself and that just as there has been a beginning, so there will be an end. But on the whole, we no longer see God in either. In 1952, Bertrand Russell wrote this, Humanity has survived hitherto because his ignorance and incompetence have made his folly ineffective. Now that science has shown us how to make folly effective, we must abandon folly or perish. But we have not abandoned folly and our scientific and technological capabilities are greater than ever. We have achieved so much and learnt so little. Billions of pounds are spent each year on ever more sophisticated ways of killing each other. Even as we try to get COVID-19 under control, war and famine still ravage our world and our dependence on fossil fuels and our inability to wake up to the damage it is doing to our planet set other clocks ticking which make the security of our world ever more fragile. We know, but don't acknowledge so that it changes our behaviour, that Covid-19 itself was made ever more likely to occur because of our mistreatment of the planet as wild areas of our world disappear and rainforests are cut down, as temperatures and sea levels rise and as the equilibrium of our planet is disturbed, we may have to face other pandemics and worse besides. We need to learn how to be stewards of the earth. We, the human race, need to change direction. On the first Christmas night, the shepherds went to Bethlehem to find that the God who had given humanity dominion over the earth, made us little lower than the angels, given us creativity, wisdom, joy, and most amazing of all, self-giving love, and the consciousness of love and all the responsibilities that go with it was now giving us something else, something supreme, love itself in the person of Jesus Christ. The wise men saw a star and followed it. It changed the direction of their whole life. In the manger at Bethlehem, God shows us a different way of living our lives. How to tread lightly on the earth and how to place ourselves in the perspective of God's kingdom and to live differently. God is showing us his favour and mercy to be 
in the words of our first reading to the Ephesians, renewed in the spirit of our minds and to be clothed in a new self according to the likeness of God. So, just as those shepherds returned from the manger rejoicing and as the wise men took another route, so we will be changed. Our attitudes, our values, our priorities, even our hearts. God's light, the light of Christ, will dawn upon us this new year, bringing comfort and joy even to these dark, difficult times and guide our feet into the way of peace. The Bible tells us that Mary, the mother of Jesus, treasured all the words of peace and comfort and joy that were spoken to her and pondered them in her heart. I can't think of a better New Year's resolution than for us to do the same. Amen.
So as we declare our faith in God and all that he's done for us in Jesus and all the changes he can help us make to the world, let us declare together our creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. In the power of the Spirit and in union with Christ, let us pray to the Father. We pray for God's faithfulness to be known in our world. In a world of change and hope, of fear and adventure, faithful God, Glorify your name. in human rebellion and obedience, in our seeking and our finding, faithful God, in the common life of our society, in prosperity and need, faithful God, Glorify your name. as your church proclaims your goodness in words and action, faithful God, Glorify your name. among our friends and in our homes, faithful God, in our times of joy, in our days of sorrow, faithful God, in our strengths and triumphs, in our weakness and at our death, faithful God, in your saints in glory and on the day of Christ's coming, faithful God,
Blessed are the peacemakers, they shall be called children of God. We meet in the name of Christ and share his peace. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us share with each other as best we can, with those around us, uh, a sign of God's peace. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Father, we give you thanks and praise through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your living Word, through whom you have created all things, who was sent by you in your great goodness to be our Saviour. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he took flesh, as your Son, born of the Blessed Virgin, he lived on earth and went about among us. He opened wide his arms for us on the cross. He put an end to death by dying for us and revealed the resurrection by rising to new life. So he fulfilled your will and won for you a holy people. And now we give you thanks because you have redeemed our time and have given us this year of grace to proclaim your favour and celebrate your steadfast love. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and saying, holy indeed, the source of all holiness. Grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit and according to your holy will, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, who in the same night that he was betrayed took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it 
in remembrance of me. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. And so, Father, calling to mind his death on the cross, his perfect sacrifice made once for the sins of the whole world, rejoicing in his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension and looking for his coming in glory, we celebrate this memorial of our redemption. As we offer you this, our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, we bring before you this bread and this cup, and we thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. Send the Holy Spirit on your people and gather into one in your kingdom all who share this one bread and one cup so that we in the company of Mary, the mother of Jesus, Peter, Paulinus, William of York, and all the saints may praise and glorify you forever through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom and in whom, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honour and glory be yours, almighty Father, for ever and ever. Amen. Rejoicing in God's new creation and thankful for all the promises God gives us in Jesus Christ, let us pray in the words he taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. Jesus, Lamb of God, have mercy on us. Jesus, bearer of our sins, have mercy on us. Jesus, redeemer of the world, grant us peace. God's holy gifts for God's holy people. Jesus Christ is holy. Jesus Christ is Lord. 
to the glory of God the Father. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, whose blessed Son shared at Nazareth the life of an earthly home, help your church to live as one family, united in love and obedience, and bring us all at last to our home in heaven, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Father of all, we give you thanks and praise that when we were still far off, you met us in your Son and brought us home. Dying and living, he declared your love, gave us grace and opened the gate of glory. May we who share Christ's body live his risen life. We who drink his cup bring life to others. We whom the Spirit lights give light to the world. Keep us firm in the hope you have set before us, so we and all your children shall be free, and the whole earth live to praise your name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. So may God richly bless you through this coming year. Let us pray that we may know peace and find healing and hope. And may God the Father keep you in all your days. May God the Son shield you in all your ways. May God the Spirit bring you healing and peace. May God the Holy Trinity drive all darkness from you and pour upon you blessing and light and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you.